Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. As always, hope you had a fantastic weekend and are looking forward to the week ahead. And in terms of this week's thought or idea I'd like to share, it actually came about from when I was listening to a politician speak and what they were saying was lessons were learned. And I was thinking, boy, it's really hard for politicians to admit mistakes and then open up the learning opportunity to move on from there. And then I was thinking, well, in finance, we're probably not the best at admitting our mistakes, whether today or actually throughout my entire career. I'm not really sure it's something we've done well. It's probably something a lot of us, particularly finance leaders, we could do better. Because a modern mantra we hear often today is it's important to fail fast and fail often or to show up with some vulnerability to our mistakes to borrow from Brene Brown. And we all know that a lot of what we do could be better, so we must be making some mistakes somewhere in finance. Processes could be better. The technologies we're using, we're probably making mistakes because we're not utilizing half the functionality some of these things could bring. Or from our careers, we're probably frustrated with some elements, so we're failing somewhere i.e. we're not getting out of the office on time or connecting the data for some sort of analytics or reporting just just not working or the systems aren't behaving. But even then, whether it's ourselves or our finance leaders, some of us are just perhaps a bit slower when it comes to admitting our failures and mistakes. And if you think about it, ultimately no one likes to admit they made the mistake unless they got some sort of thing wrong with them. That's what most of us would probably be thinking. And I guess it's just something that's been conditioned into us maybe even at the primal response level because if you think about it, even as kids we learned probably by making mistakes but we didn't like making mistakes or openly admitting it anyway but ultimately our jobs involve being judged and evaluated by people it's like a doctor or surgeon or a pilot politician or even as a cfo talking to the numbers and representing organizations numbers in public and within management groups and so on it must be really hard particularly if there's a risk of being seen as incompetent and you've all those people relying on you to actually openly admit that you've made a mistake. So why is it so hard for us to say that I did it? My bad. Particularly, again, if you think it in finance, we don't have it as bad as doctors and pilots who, when they make a mistake, it's nearly pretty much fatal for those involved. And I suppose it's probably down to in the moment of panic, and that could be that primal thing as well, we're probably not appreciating or maybe slow to realise which again is probably something we should try and probably do better, is be a bit more strategic and take a step back and realise that it's probably much more worse to be viewed as the person who is incapable or more cowardly of owning up to mistakes than actually being open to accepting criticism, doing something about it, learning and moving on. And I suppose that's why I put it out there in this week's Monday Memo is how can we move on? Well, the first one is Try not to do those passive apologies that you hear from politicians and so on. Imagine dropping a plate. You don't say the plate dropped. You say, I dropped the plate. And if you miss a deadline, we don't say, I'm sorry that you didn't give me enough time to complete it. Mistakes were made. We take responsibility in sense and look, I apologize. I was wrong. I didn't allow enough time to complete the report. I didn't set expectations properly. Own it. And a lot of that ability to own it really starts at the top with our finance leaders because to develop a culture where people feel comfortable admitting mistakes requires us to fess up when we do ours. Shows we're not perfect. I know certainly I'm not perfect and I'm yet to meet the perfect finance professional. So There's room for all of us to admit to our mistakes, and some are more important than others. 
If you think about it from a variance analysis perspective, some variances on those weekly or monthly reports with the adverse or unfavorable and favorable or better or worse variances, some are more important than others that need to be fixed. And there's a lot of learning in cleaning up the mess. And that, I think, is the final point here, is to be open to learning from them. Just think about how much stronger you're going to be once you get to the other side. Yes, it's a bit of a pain and a hassle and having to react to a situation. But what a great thing to include on the resume, how you turn something around. And adaptability in this ever-changing environment is a very valuable skill at the moment. And that's why we bring on guest mentors to the Strength in the Numbers show to share with you their learnings, their, their stories about, where, again, where they made their mistakes, how they responded to them, what would they have done better looking back on it. Because it does smooth out that learning curve for the rest of us. And we thank them for that. And it is a faster way to learn through the experiences of others. Because in finance is a great place to go and have a fun and rewarding and meaningful career doing things that can really drive a massive impact for others, which is why many of us continue to work in it. So look, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, we love it when you share it with your friends and colleagues. On all the major platforms, and subscribe. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify and Amazon News. And until next time, have a great week. Take care of yourselves and let's keep on building a strength in the numbers.